Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Dr. Robin. And guess what? I'm Dr. Robin. Whoever you are and wherever you are, whatever time you've taken in order to, to listen to this podcast, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about who I am. But that has nothing to do with that podcast. This podcast has to do with the ministry God has given me, a ministry that would help to bring the church and the unchurched, the clergy and the lay, those that are affiliated with spiritual matters and those that are just seeking to understand spiritual matters, help to bring them together. I'm here to, to, to build a bridge. And hopefully we can cross that bridge with integrity, with honesty, and with transparency. You see, I was raised not in the church, but in the world. And I became, I was saved at 25. Well, you can do a lot of things by the time you get 25. So but when I got saved, one of the first things that I thought about was, wow, how come they didn't tell me sooner? I lived my life on happenstance and I didn't have to. I lived thinking that the only hope I had was it something would accidentally fall in my lap? And I didn't have to. And then the second thing I thought was, huh, the people where I grew up could really use this information. They could do so much better for themselves if they knew there was actually some hope, that they knew that there was something that could be done about their circumstances. And so that's the ministry that God gave me, to build a bridge. You see, I have this unique quality of being able to see both sides of the same coin. Because I was raised in the world and not in the church, I understand the world. And because I left the world, not because I was failing in the world, but because I fell in love with Jesus Christ, I see it through a different eye. But I'm also an ordained minister, which means I'm, not, I'm matriculated through the church and into the pulpit. I have a doctor's degree in theology. And this is what God has chosen for my purpose. So together, I want us to build a bridge on transparency, build a bridge on integrity, that those in the church and those not yet affiliated with the church will be able to find a little common ground. We'll have a little bit more understanding about their circumstances. Because isn't that what it's all about? You see, Jesus Christ didn't die contrary to popular belief for the church. Jesus Christ died for people and he used the church to disseminate the information. This podcast is being sponsored by MoBetterStuff.com. We cater to busy lifestyles by providing practical products that you need for your household, business and travel. Our trademark product line, Lynchpin Persona, has designer clothing, sunglasses, hats, active wear and more. We also feature practical household items that can ease your day. Find our online store at M-O-B-E-T-T-E-R-S-T-U-F-F dot com. Remember that life really is more better when you have more better stuff. Hi, Dr. Robbie here. Thanks for being with me today. First of all, let me let me apologize for not doing a podcast last week. I was given, I had an opportunity present itself to me that would help a lot of people. So quite frankly, I took it. 
and but unfortunately I was I did not have enough time to do the task as well as the podcast so the podcast had to wait for last week please forgive me but with that being said let's get started I'm coming from Matthew the 25th chapter starting at verse 14 Again, it was like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to him. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another yet one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. And the man who received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gave five bags more. So also the man with two bags gained two bags more. But the man with only one bag went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of returned and settled accounts with them. The man who received five bags brought the five others as well. And he said, Master, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five bags more. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in my happiness. The man with two bags gold also said, Master, you entrusted me with two bags, and I have gained two bags more. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share my happiness. Then the man who received the one bag of gold came and he said, Master, I know that you are a hard man. You harvest where you have not sown, and you gather where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid. So I went out and hid your money and put it in the ground. But here is what belongs to you. You wicked and lazy servant. So you know that I harvest where I have not sown. And you know that I gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers. So that when I returned, I could at least have received it back with interest. Take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For those who have will be given more, and they, and so that they will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. That is the word of God. So the title for the podcast is, How do you serve a God who wants more than what you have? How do you serve a God who wants more than what you have? Well, the answer, my friend, is leveraging. I'm going to talk to you today about leveraging. This is a thing that we do as the African-American community. We do better than anybody else. We know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Leveraging is basically when you take those things that you have in abundance and you leverage them against the things that you do not have. Perhaps you don't have a lot of money. Perhaps you don't live in the best neighborhood. Perhaps you aren't as intelligent as you would like to be. But what you do have is time. Because you're unemployed, you have time. Because you live not in such a nice neighborhood, you don't have to hide everything that you have for fear of being stolen, for the most part. So you have this thing called time. Leveraging is taking what you have and leveraging against what you don't have. Leveraging is also deferred conversation. 
you learn deferred compensation because leveraging takes time. You must learn deferred compensation. Deferred compensation means that you have to wait for it. You have to work and you have to wait. You have to make a plan and then you have to work that plan in order to get to the goal that you have set. Let me tell you a story about when I was a kid. We didn't have a whole lot of money. And there were four of us. My mom did the best she could and she worked really hard. But feeding four kids takes a little bit. So one of the main staples in the house was pork and beans. Anybody remember pork and beans? We would have pork and beans because pork and beans were cheap. They came in a big can. They were extremely cheap. And they filled you up. Plus they had protein. So they wouldn't hurt us. It wasn't full of sugar. Because we weren't allowed a whole lot of sugar. But we could have pork and beans. My brothers and my sisters hated pork and beans. So they would move them around on their plate. And when I was a very young girl, I decided that pork and beans would be my favorite food. They didn't taste bad. You could put a little honey on them and they tasted really good. But the most important part is they were in abundance. You see, my favorite food depended on me. I found out at an early age that if I thought something was, it was because that's what I thought. So here's what I did. I decided that pork and beans would be my favorite food. So every time my brothers and sisters would move theirs around on the plate, they put pretty soon I'd say, you going to eat that? they say, no, you want it? It's like, yeah. And they'd give it to me. And then they'd say, look, Mom, I'm finished. And they could go out and play. And I would have more pork and beans, and I would be a little fuller than somebody. And after a while, they began to recognize that they could go out to play a little sooner. Because they had eaten everything on their plate and they didn't have to eat the pork and beans because I liked them. So every time we had pork and beans, the first thing they would do was wait for mom to leave out the kitchen. And then they would scrape their pork and beans all but maybe a couple of beans onto my plate. And then we would all begin to eat. Well, obviously, we're all eating. I started eating my pork and beans first because, remember, that was my favorite food. So when mom came back in and they were finished, I was almost finished with everything else on my plate. And we all got a chance to go out and play earlier. The moral of the story, if you want something, make a determination that you're going to get it. And then look at what you have before you. And take those things that you have in abundance. Even though others may say they're a derogative. Even though others may think that it has no value. Take those things that are in abundance. And leverage them against the things that you don't have. You see, that which you like and that which you don't like is all in your head. That which you like and that which you don't like is decided by you. So if that which you like right now and that which you don't like right now are not advantageous, re-engineer your thinking and decide again.
because the reality is we can do whatever we need to do if we just learn how to do it. And the Word of God tells us that. They, it tells us that we are to be smart. We are to leverage that which is given to us in order to offset those things that are not given to us. And let me speak for just one second to my own community because I can't speak to anybody else's community but mine. To the African-American community, I say this to you. Whenever you feel like you can't do something, whenever you feel overwhelmed, when you feel that things are so much against you that you can't possibly win, remember that you are the descendant of the survivors of the slave trade. Remember that not everybody made it across the Atlantic. But you are the descendant of the ones that did. You see, that's a good thing to know. Because we accomplish what we need to accomplish because it needs to be accomplished. And we know how to take a dollar out of 15 cents. That's the show for today. I thank you for listening. Be safe. Be woke. Be loved in Christ. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.